Let's get chilly. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Chill, the official, unofficial Minnesota Ultimate uh, podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff. I'm Jay. And I'm Kane. And I'm PK. That's right. Tonight, we've got the one and only PK on the pod. PK, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're super excited. Uh, I think we got some stall sevens to to kick it off. Uh, Kane, you want to start with some stall sevens? Yeah, absolutely. So, like I said, we got PK on the podcast tonight. Uh, it's going to be centered around his ultimate experience, who he is as a person. So, my first stall seven question goes out to both Jay and Jeff. Uh, as we get to know PK, I want to know, what is his favorite color? Oh, geez. That's such an obscure question. I'm going to... I'm going to guess Jay, in the interest of time. Green. Okay, Jay? I'm going to go with, like, turquoise. See, that's unfortunate. You, you can tell you guys are both fake fans of PK. I'm okay. a real fan. And I know his favorite color is a late sunset type purple, like when the sun is almost fully set, but it's still moderately bright. And the fact that you guys didn't know that just kind of shows uh, we, we need to understand who PK is more tonight. Okay, to be fair, that was my second guess, but... <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of the default, obviously. I only had yeah. seven seven seconds to get it out. So. Yeah, I really don't understand how you guys got that one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, my question is for PK. So we had, I, I won't preface this. My question is, what does Will Brandt do before every game? Oh, uh, do you want me to say the real answer or should I say the PG answer? The real answer. All right, he takes a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i've i've played with will brandt for a while and i've yeah it's he's been having that pregame tradition for for a few for quite a few years <laughs> i mean it's legendary it's worked apparently <laughs> i mean yeah it has all right i'll take the next last seven question i'll be asking this to kane kane in the year 2022 PK played in six games. What was his completion percentage in those six games? Completion percentage? Oh, okay. You threw me for a loop. I thought you were going to ask for like points or something. I was like, oh, you know, uh, 92%. Wow, you're really selling him short. 97.67. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Fake fan. I knew his favorite color, all right? <laughs> You insult him to his face. The only right answer there was 100%. I, seriously. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. All right. Yeah. What if What if yeah. he's my favorite player? What if I say that? Does that make up for it? Nope. That makes up for it. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I believe you, but that, that, that makes up for it. <laughs> let's go with it. Um, cool. Let's, uh, let's get some questions then. So Wait. Hold up. Hold wait. up. Pika's I, actually also, I also have a stall seven question. Uh, this one can kind of go out to anybody, but, uh, bit of a, bit of a, bit of a slow pitch. Just, uh, in PK's first season with the wind chill, how many games did he play in? See, this is unfair because I was looking at your stats page earlier and I'm pretty sure it's just three. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's correct. Yeah. Nice. I just, I just played in three games. My first right before you hopped chill. on, right before you hopped on, we were looking at your stat sheets and talking about okay. it. So, so okay, so like literally like ten minutes ago. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think so, I'll make it a bit of an easier question. So that's fair. So we'll use that as a good launching off point for our first question here. So you're obviously an up and comer in the wind shell. You know, you're starting your third season this year. Uh, like you said, 2020, your first season, you only played three games. This past season, I think it was six games, correct? Yeah, six regular and, season, two playoff. Sure. And I mean, you always have completion rates up in the 97 percentage. You're scoring a lot of points, making a name for yourself out there in the ultimate community. So I got to know, what brand of underwear do you wear during the game? Ooh, okay. Um, I Okay, for the longest time, I was a big uh, Under Armour, like compression shorts for games. And then I would always go with Pair of Thieves for practice. Just because, like, it's like it's practice. You don't really need to be like performing at your like highest uh, caliber or whatever. But um, uh, I've actually transitioned more into the two XU, like compression that sort of like underwear, and I just wear that as my underwear. Um, sure. Yeah, that's that's usually, that's usually my go-to, especially like when I need to play like really well. It just kind of gets right. me in the zone, right. gets me ready. It's like it's like that pregame poop. It's the exactly the, yeah. The underwear sets the tone for sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. All right, all jokes aside though, uh, despite being new to the wind chill, you're definitely not new to ultimate in general. I mean, you've been playing for quite a long time. So why don't you tell us a little bit of how you got into it? Like, where did you start getting into ultimate? Yeah. So uh, I went to high school uh, in the Twin Cities area, uh, Adidana High School. Um, I had played baseball my entire life, and then uh, my freshman year, uh, a friend of mine was like, hey, you want to come to pick up? Uh, and I was like, yeah, sure, like, it could be fun, like, whatever, I guess I'll just show up, see how it goes. Um, and I had a really good time, but I was like, you know what, I'm not really ready to quit baseball yet. So I played baseball freshman year, and then sophomore year, I was like, I think I just need a change of pace. Like, I just, baseball's not really doing it for me that much anymore so um i went to a lot more pickup over the summer uh one of which uh somebody actually like jumped over me at and i was like okay so there's levels to this gotcha like right, right. <laughs> um but like still didn't really do like a whole lot of organized stuff until the spring of my sophomore year in 29 in 2018 excuse me um that's when i had my first like organized season of frisbee um, and that spring I was on the JV team and Will Brandt, uh, was on the varsity team and he like taught me how to throw, like he and I had the same, uh, like student prep hour. Uh, and so we would, we would like, we would just go outside throw for like 40 minutes and, uh, then just run back inside once we were done. Nice. And so that's kind of how I like got into Frisbee was just through those like very early on throwing sessions, stuff like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Jeffrey, you gonna say something? Well, okay. First, I want to know what position you played in baseball. Oh, I was uh, I was always in the outfield. I uh, I was always like pretty quick, like pretty fast, so I could, I I I, I could cover a pretty large amount of area. I never really had like I, I didn't have a cannon, but like my like my arm strength was was like pretty solid, where I could, I could always hit the cutoffs like yeah, pretty quickly. Right. I mean but, that tracks yeah. that translates to ultimate the yeah, totally. range. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then more on topic. So now you're at 
the U of M, right? Yep. Yep. Can you tell us, tell us more about like your college experience? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, my freshman year was uh, fall 2020, spring 2021. So uh, unfortunately, there was no season. But um, uh, before I like came to the U when I was still a senior in high school, um, I was lucky enough to uh, get invited to like a few Gradic practices. Gradic is the U uh, UMN uh, club team. Um, so I was invited to a few of their practices. So I like got to know some of the guys. That's where I met uh, Cole Jurek. Like, um, bunch of those, like, just really incredible players, uh, that have come out of the U, um, Weston, uh, Dunn, of course, as well. Uh, and, um, so they already kind of knew who I was, uh, and, um, the fall of 2020, they just sort of, once again, were gracious enough to extend the hand, be like, hey, if you want, you can come join us for some practices. And so I really just practiced with Gradeuk uh my entire freshman year. Um and then sophomore year, uh in the fall of 2021, um, there was like a uh the nationals was like a thing that the 2021 series was in the fall. Um and Minnesota does not allow travel during finals week, which is when fall nationals were. And so we weren't allowed to go. So technically my first like real season of college ultimate was spring of 2022 uh my sophomore year and that's kind of where i like got started with playing college ultimate um went to a few tournaments like uh once again i was fortunate enough to be able to watch uh cold jerk play and play with him i learned a lot from him also like much my other teammates that are still on the team now i'm still learning like so much from so yeah it's just been a very very fun experience and i've nice. I really enjoyed like every second of it I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the timeline here. You said your first full college season was spring of 2022. Yes. And yep. you played with the Winchell in 2021. Yes. So you were actually in in the pros before you were in a college team. Yeah. Hmm. That's kind of yeah, funny. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both will uh, both will Brant and I uh, we tried out for Winchell when we were seniors in high school, and we both got practice player spots. Hey. <laughs> uh so yeah, like both of us were like practice players on the team before uh before either of us were 18 years old, which was just a crazy thing to ha to have happen and like play such a big role in like the development of our skills. Just because getting to play with that caliber of player was so helpful. So you know you go to the U. What are you majoring in? I am majoring in biology and psychology on a pre-med track. So no kidding. That's, yeah. that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, Jay, what are you majoring in? Uh, I'm majoring in, in biology on a pre-med track. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually uh, I'm, I'm also a junior this year as well. So. Oh, Add nice. psychology, go start playing ultimate and just copy his everything. Just yeah. Yeah. Dude, you got to do it. <laughs> It'd be <laughs> awesome. Have you started studying for the MCAT yet, or are you still kind of um, figuring that all, all that out? Yeah, so, I mean, me personally, I'll just turn this into a review real quick. Uh, me personally, I'm probably going to take a gap year. I'm working as an EMT right now, so I'm going to get paramedic maybe, and then study while I'm a medic, because that'll be a lot easier. Yeah. How about you? Are you studying for the MCAT? Uh, not right now. Um, I still kind of want to, like, just 
between frisbee and work and uh school it's just a lot so i'm probably gonna be taking a gap year as well um might move somewhere else might stay here my plans are very fluid at this moment <laughs> at this point in time so still just kind of trying to figure everything out but might take the mcat uh senior year or something not really sure though Nice. Yeah, I'm also not studying for that. Um, <laughs> you, you guys out here talking about these like huge majors and stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm in a garden major. Um, <laughs> so I want to go back to some of your earlier years, especially specifically in high school. Uh, as you saw on our Instagram earlier, we opened the floor up to have some of our followers submit questions to ask you on the interview. Uh, so I want to get into some of those. Specifically, we had one, not going to say from who, but a follower of ours wanted to know, who is the best player to ever come out of Edina High School? Ooh. Um, Nick Vogt. Okay. <laughs> nice. Good answer. I would say, I would say Nick Vogt, just like the explosiveness, athleticism, decision-making, playmaking, um, the red hair, like just, he had, he had it all. <laughs> he like, he was a huge role model for me and still is. And like, just like, I still watch film of him sometimes just like, like, okay, so that's how I should be playing Frisbee. Like, that's what I should be doing. So sure. yeah, I would say Nick vote. Yeah. So, uh, I'm pretty sure he's the one that actually submitted that question. So, <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he, he would. He would. That. <laughs> yeah, Nick would. Oh my god. Yeah, he he's a clown. I love Nick. He's he's super <laughs> sick. Jay, you want to ask a question on there? Uh, yeah. So we also had another question from Instagram. You talked about like you know learning to play frisbee in high school. So who actually who taught you how to throw a flick? That was Will. That was Will Brandt. Um, I actually was really bad at throwing flicks my sophomore year of high school. Like, I, I sucked. I was so bad. <laughs> um, but, like, he was the one that sort of, like, would sit me down and be like, all right, so you're doing this right now? Like, you should be doing this. Or, like, you should be more balanced when you're stepping out. Or, like, you should be stepping out at this angle. Um, you should be, like, gripping the disc tighter or, like, spin it more and... Like, he was super helpful with getting, like, super into the weeds of, like, how to throw a good flick. And, um, yeah, like, he like he is the reason why I'm able to, like, <laughs> be good at Frisbee now is, like, he taught, like, he taught me, like, all of this stuff. Especially about throwing. He was, like, he was the big guy that taught me, th that taught me throwing. Okay. I have a question. This is getting like maybe like boring. I, I think we've asked about we've talked about this on the pod before, but like I'm curious. Do you think like Will Brandt is kind of the next like big handler, like the bit like the next playmaker uh for the windchill this year? I think he definitely has the potential to be. Like he he's already like an incredibly talented handler and he's only getting better. Like his throws are so dynamic. His break throws are incredible. Like his 45, like the way that he can just hit insides on like his 45 degrees is like very sharp. Um, plus he's athletic. Like he can go downfield. He's very rangy. Um, 
he has very good like over the top throws like scubers hammers blades um so i think like he has all the pieces it's just gonna be a matter of like putting him in those positions and i'm sure he's gonna do nothing but succeed like he's like will brand is freaking sick at frisbee that's awesome to hear yeah and obviously we're looking forward to the 2023 season so outside of will brand who do you see is going to be a leader on the field this year and i I guess more so what I'm curious about, what kind of position do you want to see yourself taking? Because the Windshield has taken a lot of losses this year. Uh, it was announced the other day, Rocco Linehan is now going to Boston, yeah, which is a great addition for them, but it also means that it's a huge loss for us. So with all of these players leaving and stepping out, what kind of role do you want to take in this year? And who do you think is otherwise going to step up? Yeah, um, well, uh, I guess addressing the first part of the question, um, like Bivon is just an incredible leader on and off the field. Like he embodies like what frisbee players should be. Like excellent spirit, great athlete, uh, very fierce competitor, and like just super like super great dude all around. Um, I think that uh, Mattis is also uh, very similar. Um, in terms of people that I think are gonna step up, uh, I would say probably uh, Brett Bergmeier, Marty Adams. Um, I definitely see like Noah Hansen, Gordon Larson, Luke Blears taking bigger roles, Mickey Walsh. Um, I also expect, um, I also think that um, Abe Coffin is just going to be like, like he was already like incredible last year. I think he's, I think he's going to do the same thing this year, if not better. Like, um, and then uh, as far as my role goes, I'm, I'm really looking forward to sort of like I, honestly, I just like playing frisbee. Like wherever they put me, like I'll play it and I'll just have a great time. <laughs> um, it's likely going to be downfield in some capacity, either on offense or defense. Um, I played fairly like even points on O and D last year. Uh, kind of just wherever they needed me. Like if they had a bunch of O line cutters for one game, they'd be like, "All right, PK, go play D." Uh, but. I think I'm probably going to be more an O-line cutter this year. Um, filling in downfield, just doing all that sort of stuff, which I'm very excited for. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. I love how we asked who you think is going to step up and you listed basically the entire roster. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not, I don't disagree. It's just, <laughs> um, now what's better is he listed our uh, next two podcast guests. So... <laughs> Oh wait, who are are these surprises? Well, I'm not going to say names yet, but you did name okay. a couple of people who we will have on the pod in the future. So that's a nice little, okay. uh, little jump off. I might, have a, I might have a few guesses, but I'll keep that to myself for now. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the the yeah, we got a lot of good guests coming up. Um, um, okay, so looking into 2023, we've got a UDL covered, and maybe we'll we'll, we'll definitely come back to a UDL, uh, but. For those who don't know, those who are listening and watching, PK is actually joining the U24 team uh, this year. Is that correct? So tell us tell us about that and how you're preparing for that and just the experience of, of trying out, making the team, how you're prepping. Like, that's a really open-ended. Just, like, tell us more about U24. Yeah, well, uh, the road to U24 has actually began in, like, August of 2022. Um, you have to apply to get invited to the tryout. 
Um, so I remember there was like a, I was on a, I was on a bus for Windchill, like going to an away game and I was like typing out my application, like answering all the questions they had. They were like, God, I think I ended up writing a God, so probably somewhere on like four pages or so worth of answers, just like describing like who I am as a player, as a person, uh, and like what I think I could bring to, uh, USA U24 um and so submitted that uh heard back in like October saying congratulations you've been invited to um try out for Team USA and that was like oh my god I can't believe it like I'm like even just getting to go try out I was just like this is crazy I can't believe this is happening um I was like so in shock and I was like oh my god like I'm so lucky like this is this is crazy that like they're letting me try out for like this insane team. Um, but uh, I went to the West Coast tryout. Uh, that was the uh, weekend of, I think, November 11th and the 12th in San Diego, California. So um, I went there with, uh, it was me, Will Brandt, Gordon Larson, Noah Hansen, Mickey Walsh, uh, Declan Miller, Leo Silva Fernandez, uh, and Asaf Golan, I think, all shared a house. Um, and, like, we all just, like, went in on an Airbnb and stayed there for, like, the few nights that it, that it was. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, tryouts were, like, Saturday was just eight hours of Frisbee. Sunday was six hours of Frisbee. And it was just, like, you show up and, like, everybody there is, like, just as good, if not better, um, everybody there knows just as much, if not more, about Frisbee, and, like, ju they're just as passionate, if not, like, more so. Like, it was, it was just an incredibly fun experience, and, um, like, I had, like, an excellent time there, like, just getting to meet all these players that I'd heard so much about, like, just getting to see all these people that, like, I've sort of come to idolize, like, oh my god, I look over there, I can't believe that that's, like, so-and-so, or, like, oh my god, you see that he actually just made that throw? Like, he's crazy. Um, and so, like, I was definitely, like, fanboying out, like, the entire weekend, <laughs> um, which was, like, a very fun experience. Um, but, um, yeah, so then, like, tryouts ended, and then, like, just, it was, uh, at the end of tryouts, they were like, all right, thank you very much for trying out. We hope you all had a great time. You'll be hearing back uh, with like roster decisions in early January at the earliest. And I was like, okay, like now comes the hardest part is just waiting a month and a half. Like, God, just please let this go well. Like, I really just want to like make this team. And um, I was just like, I was just like so nervous in that month and a half span. Like, oh my God, am I going to make the team? Like, like who like who's gonna what's, who's, what's the roster gonna be like is like, like what's gonna happen um and then uh in like mid-december i was just sitting or i was i was laying in my bed looking at memes uh when i got <laughs> when i got an email on my phone that just said congratulations from usau and i was like oh <laughs> like this is crazy i can't believe this um and so like First, I called my parents and I was like, I like I made it. I did it. Like I'm on Team USA. Like, oh my God. Um, and the email was like very specific. It said, like, don't like, like, don't post anything about this until the rosters are announced. And so I was like, okay, I've told my parents, 
I'm not telling anybody until the rosters come out, like besides my parents, because they should probably know. Uh, oh, I also, I also told my brother. Um, but uh, yeah, so just like totally freaking out, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Um, and then the rosters came out and like, I got to text like all the people that are on the team and um, like I texted uh, Will Brandt too, who I was really sad, uh, did not make the team. I was really looking forward to playing with him, but um, uh, on the bright side, both him and I have another cycle. Uh, in two years, both of us will still be under 24. And so we can try out and hopefully make the team together then, um, which is just a crazy statement to <laughs> to make. <laughs> um, Dang, that's but, awesome. Yeah. So then since then, it's just been a lot of like team meetings and getting to know the players. Uh, I actually got I was just in Florida this past weekend at um at a tournament and I got to meet like a few of my teammates uh, like, yeah, Henry Yang, um, Aiden Downey. And I got to meet, I got to meet a few people from the, from the men's team as well. Like, uh, Adam Miller, Johnny Sickles, Turner Allen, which was very fun. And like, all of them are so cool and they're all so good at Frisbee. Like, it's crazy. That's cool. So how do you, when do practices start? Like, how do they, how do they do practices when it's like a national team? Yeah. So, um, with the college season, it's kind of hard to schedule everything, but um, the schedule isn't really formalized yet, but uh, I think there's going to be like a practice weekend before the tournament. And then um, I was talking to Beef and uh, or uh, Cole Jerick, and he said that there's like a, um, like you show up to the tournament like a week before just for like a week of practices and like team bonding and getting to know everybody. And then there's the week of the tournament. That's kind of it. So it sounds like it's pretty much just like a like a week and a weekend of frisbee together and then the tournament and you just kind of go in from there. But I mean like everybody like everybody on the team is just so incredibly knowledgeable about frisbee and they're all such good players and competitors and athletes and like I think it'll be very fun to get that process started like already some people like I just some of the people on this team are just absolute clowns like I love it it's great like everybody like they're all of them are so funny that's intense that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> okay I know, it's so sick <laughs> two things once one serious I want to plug for our, our listeners and viewers um the tournament is in London right is this summer yeah wow. uh, I th- I, it's in England I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if it's in London okay I've heard I've heard Nottingham thrown out, but I'm not positive. Okay. Uh, so for our, our listeners and our viewers, uh, if you want to support PK, we are we are plugging this. He has not asked us to plug this, but he's got a GoFundMe um, just just to, hel- just to help him uh, along the way, get him across the pond, help him uh, cover some expenses. So uh, you could you could find that link uh, probably on, on his uh, Twitter and Instagram, but we'll also post it um, this upcoming week and stuff. So, Definitely encourage you guys to to either donate if you can, or if you can't, even just share that link, um, just to just to help our guy PK here. Um, on a less serious <laughs> note, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, God, I didn't know you guys going to do that. That's that's really sweet. Thank you so much. Any, anything to help? Uh, anything to help you guys? Uh, yeah, I really, trying, I really to, trying to grow the sport. Um, less serious note. What kind of memes do you look at uh, in the middle of December, <laughs> sitting in your bed? <laughs> Oh my god! What, what what was it? Um, I can't remember what meme it was specifically. Mostly because like I was more focused on the email, but <laughs> but um, I, I'm trying to think. I think like 
I was getting really into like the like the nature memes and just like seeing like monkeys just do like wild shit. Just like like I, I think I, like there's there were a few that I've seen where it's just like monkeys like chasing each other with like sticks, just like smacking each other. And I'm like, it's like it's just monkeys existing was like my December meme phase. Honestly, same. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still kind of like I'm still kind of getting into I'm still kind of into the the monkey memes, but uh. <laughs> so so it's yeah. not a phase. That's what we're saying. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be like a winter of like 2022, 2023. Like that's gonna be like the looking back. It's gonna be like okay, yep, this was my monkey phase. Like, yeah, gotcha. for sure. Okay, so for our listeners and viewers. Send PK all your monkey memes, by the way. Oh my god, do it. That'd be so funny. Oh, that'd be so silly. <laughs> every every monkey you want to get now, I'm sending it your way. This is that'd be That's awesome. Funny. That'd be so funny. Go ahead, Kane. So, um not to derail the conversation. Obviously, we uh went over some more serious conversation there with the U24 tryouts and everything. That's awesome. However, we had one question submitted earlier that I want to make sure we squeeze in, even if it's like out of nowhere. What would you pick? Unlimited bacon, but no games. <laughs> or unlimited games and no bacon. Okay, first of all, you got the question wrong. The... Is, is it unlimited games, but no games? That's 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 the correct that's the okay. correct question. I I typed it wrong. I, that was that's that's me. That's me. That was how it was. Typed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For for reference, there there is a story behind this. <laughs> um, I uh, there's this podcast I listen to. Um, where at which I think it's just like a bunch of like YouTubers that are really funny, and um, they uh, the one of their episodes was like a Reddit Would You Rather, and uh, one of the questions was, would you rather have unlimited bacon but no games, or would you rather have games, unlimited games, and no games? <laughs> and uh, I thought this question was hilarious, and, like, I just, like, for whatever reason, I just started, like, asking my friends, all right, so, I mean, hy hypothetically, like, would you rather, like, just going through the question, and um, at this, by this point, I probably asked over 100 people this question. Um, my favorite instance of asking somebody was uh, uh, last year at Florida warm-up. Um, I was running on two hours of sleep, and I was in an olive garden in Tampa, Florida. And I asked, I'd asked two of my teammates like this question, and they spent 10 minutes trying to figure it out. And like the question is it's ridiculous. Like you cannot figure like it's a stupid question. But like, that's why I love it so much, is because it's such a stupid, like idiotic question. And um, like one like one of the one of my teammates was a physics major and he was like trying to like figure it out he was like okay but like no so like like but but, but there's no games and i was like yeah but there's unlimited games like you get you get like you can't say you don't get unlimited games that's part of the the second part of the question you get unlimited games and he was like yeah but there's no games and i was like you you're not you don't understand me let me let me run it back again right. <laughs> so i ended up asking them that question and uh it, it, it what we we went on with that for like 10 minutes um, but, uh, I've thought long and hard about this and my answer is firmly unlimited bacon, but no games. I, uh, 
I'm a big, I, I really like bacon and uh, I don't play many video games. So I could, I could definitely do without video games in favor of unlimited bacon. You know, ultimate's a game, right? See, I'm thinking it's more of a, it's more of a sport. So I'm hoping I mean, that that, uh, but each sport game is a game. You go to like, oh, I'm going to go to an ultimate game this weekend. You don't what sound good. Like sport. What if I call it an ultimate match? Nobody calls it an ultimate match. Don't call it that, PK. Don't. I could start. I, I could start that. I'll be a trend. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. From now on, <laughs> every single ultimate team v team is referred to as a match. We're pulling a tennis up in here, and we're just going to ruin the sport with this. Yeah, exactly. God, that would be funny. No, uh, in that case, I would go unlimited, unlimited games, but no games. For sure, for sure. Just that I have some like chance of playing frisbee again because I can do without bacon in favor of frisbee. Absolutely. Go ahead. Or wait, I could just do no bacon is even part of the second question. I could just yeah, I could just do it with frisbee. And nice. still bacon. Yeah, exactly. It's just That's limited bacon. Uh, yeah, li- a limited amount of bacon. I could yeah, do that. It's probably healthier in the long run too. Yeah. It's a win, win, win. <laughs> exactly. So stupid. <laughs> That I'm I'm so impressed that you guys knew to ask that question. That is hilarious. We can't we can't it take the submitted. credit. It got submitted by someone. So okay, I'd love to take gotcha. the credit, but I can't. Oh. That's hilarious. <laughs> um. Okay, PK. I we were we were DMing on Instagram. I brought up that talking about like sideline banter, trash talk. All that kind of good behind the scenes <laughs> stuff, and you you came out swinging like I've got stories. So now I want to open up this next segment to what are these stories up to interpretation? Oh, yeah. Share away. Yeah. Um, well, the first one that kind of sticks out to me is uh, Beef is a prolific trash talker. Uh, he is excellent at getting in opponents' heads, um, and one of my favorite ones is a. Uh, he was it was against the radicals in 2021 and um it was end of quarter i think it was the end of the third quarter and he was being guarded by ian mccoskey who goes to the u um and like has played with beef and ian's guarding beef beef gets open like scores the goal and just immediately just starts eating out of the disc like like i'm eating that like i'm eating that all day like and i was like hell yeah beef let's go baby like like you're sick man you're you're freaking sick bud and uh like I was just I was eating that up. Beef was like just talking so much trash, and I was like, hell yeah, man, that's sick. Um, but uh, besides that, um, on the sidelines, uh, I'm I'm a very I'm a very goofy person. Like I don't like to take myself too seriously when I'm playing when I'm playing frisbee. Um, so like I'll always be like talking to somebody, like making jokes, and um, like. One of like one of my teammates from this past year on uh, both Winchell and the, cl- and the clips and I play for Sub Zero was a uh, Tristan Vandermortel, and um, he like I have this thing where whenever I'm around him, I'll just ask him very inappropriate questions because he's so awkward when it comes to responding to them, and I think that, that is hilarious because like nobody is that awkward when I ask them these questions <laughs> besides him. And what so, do you like, ask? So, like one of my favorites is like Tristan. I, just quick question: how, how are babies made? 
<laughs> like like in the middle of a game i was like tristan how are babies made like how does that work uh i've also asked him like several questions that i will not repeat here <laughs> but um like uh i've also asked him like 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 tristan what is alcohol do you know what that is like i've heard so much about it like 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 what, you, like, what is it um I'm just, I'm just very curious and usually he he gives me like a fake answer uh like with the baby is made and he he like with the question how our baby is made uh he just said oh you see the stork just comes and delivers it and i'm like oh really like how does that work and they just goes shut up pk <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and so like i love just like goofing around asking like stupid questions like that um like there's a there's a great picture of me from this past season um where like uh I was still uh like playing college uh and so like I wasn't playing uh in the windchill game for that weekend because I needed to rest for nationals. Um and there's this great picture of me just like chilling on the sideline, like arms like spread, just like legs crossed, and like I'm just I forget what I was saying, but I was talking to uh to Rami Paust. And you can just see he's just laughing like in the like in the background. That's one of my favorite pictures of me playing uh, or me like on the frisbee field just because <laughs> you can just see that like I'm just saying some stupid shit and he's just like he's just totally going along with it and laughing. Do you have that picture? I think I do here. I'm, do you want me to bring it up right now or should I just or should I do that sometime later and send it to you? Send it to me. That'll, that'll make a perfect thumbnail. Okay, saying, gotcha. that, that's exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. Gotcha. All of our that's great. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, that's that's one of my that I love that picture so much. Here, wait. Oh, I, I, it's it should become. I have it on my phone very quickly. Ah, uh, whatever. I won't take too much time. Yeah, you're good. I'll find it later. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, you clearly don't take yourself too seriously. You said so yourself. You're very a very happy go lucky kind of guy. This this last weekend, there were you know clips of of you making some great catches in Florida and stuff. I want to know about the celebration where you're putting your thumbs down. What is what is that Hell about? Yeah. What is that? Um. Well, so first of all, like when I make a big play or something, I get very amped and I get very excited, which like as like most people do. Um, but the uh. Yeah, so I caught it, hard spike, and then just immediate thumbs down. Um, that thumbs down is a, that's a celebration that Beef would do all the time. And, um, like, I just thought that it was, like, I thought that, that was so cool. Like, just, like, it's, it's, the way that I think about it, it's not, like, I'm not saying thumbs down to, like, my defender or anything. I'm just, like, like, like oh you thought that was impressive yeah thumbs down that was bad look what else did I like like I like I've got levels you don't even that you can't even think of like it's I totally think of it as more of just like a no it's like like keep yourself humbled like be like okay you still got more in the tank like just keep on like working um it's but being. it's totally like it's totally a a beef like celebration that um he would do like all the time uh. There's uh there are a few great uh pictures of him on Grey Duck where he would just like roof somebody, spike it, and then boom, like immediate thumbs down. Um 
I know that uh, Raleigh Ring of Fire, the club team, also does it. Um, but for them, it's more just like they think it's funny when people boo them. And so a cheer for them is booing them. It's, Isn't that what the Yankees did? The Yankees did that a couple years ago. Uh, oh, that'd be, that'd be there. Sick. There was a fan who was just like that, and then the, like the rest of the season, they were just thumbs downing. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's similar to that. It's I totally got it from beef. Like, it's just like that. I thought that's I I just think that's a really cool celebration. And like, yeah, I just hit that. I was like, hell yeah, we're we're hitting this now. Nice, nice. Not to derail the conversation, or sort of to derail the conversation um, from the Sellies, but do you have any secret talents? Like, what are you, are you, like, good at anything that, like, no one else is good at? Ooh, um, I've got a few things that most people probably wouldn't know about me, but I do have uh, one secret talent, like, uh, like, for things people don't know about me, like, uh, in high school, I played the tuba, and I was, like, pretty good at it. Like, I went to, like, multiple honor bands. Like, like I was a total band kid in high school. Like, I was I was good at band. Like, I was good at tuba. Um, I haven't played in a while, but uh, I think I could probably still, like, play, like, decently. Or, like, somewhat okay. Um, uh, yeah, so, interesting fact for the next Stall 7 question. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh... But uh, a talent that I have, I'm not sure if it'll pick up on the on the microphones, but um, uh, you know how people can like do like a popping sound with their mouth, like I can do that with my tongue. Can you guys hear that at all? It did not come in. No, but we yeah. got a great clip to promote this. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, yeah. hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, can you guys hear this and just silent? It's just zooming <laughs> on your face, just. Yeah, something, something's supposed to be happening right now. Like, what the hell is this kid doing? Yeah, and the crowd goes silent. Like, it's just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, everybody, everybody's like just booing me. I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna run off stage. Like, oh man, that's great. But um, yeah, so like, I can I can do like a popping sound with my tongue. That like, I've only met like a few people that a few other people that can do it. Um. Yeah, see, Kane's trying it now. Yeah, don't think I don't see that. Come on. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> but do you yeah. know anybody else? Does anybody else in the windshield play any instruments? Can you guys get like a band going? Like, Ooh. I don't. Uh, in high school, both Will and I played the tuba, and nice. so like, yeah. So yeah, we're in the same section, and uh, not to not to flex, but uh. I was a higher chair than he was, so. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, flex. Flex, flex that, definitely. All, all three of us, like, no, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So I still, I still, I still remind him of that sometimes, and he he hates when I do that. I'm like, hey, Will, remember when I was like, a like a way higher chair than you were? And he's like, shut the hell up, PK. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's two teammates now who have said, shut up, PK. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I toe the line between funny and annoying quite frequently <laughs> yeah that's that's the best way to do it i want i want yeah. to see a selly this year of you playing the tuba off the field oh my god that would be that would be a crazy celebration what are the logistics of that you got time i expect that would to see be it sick because uh back in the day i used to be like i was in marching band and one of the songs we would play was seven nation army 
which of course is like a really loud, like famous bass line. And I used to, I would just rip that like on the tuba. I was blasting that. Like it was super loud. So God. And oh my God. If my goal scoring song was seven nation army too. Yo, dude, we just cracked it for this. Just have someone Buddy. run a tuba out to you and you just play it as you walk off the field. <laughs> like, I'm like, that that sounds awesome. That would be so disrespectful. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> that'd be, like, that'd be toxic. That would be you crazy. technically immediately. You can eject it. That's, that's toxic. Myself. Not not a literal tuba, but let's still let's that we'll make it work. Crazy. To play tuba, yeah. yeah. Okay, so hopefully this didn't just answer this question. But we also had a, another question submitted on Instagram earlier today. Uh, what's your go-to pregame song? Was there anything else that that question asked, or was there, that? Uh, it? They there said was... huge fan, by the way. Which oh my god, I, oh, yeah, just much love. To I appreciate, this yeah, I appreciate the support. Wh- whoever wrote that, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was um, him. It was it was PK. <laughs> oh, we were supposed <laughs> to say. <laughs> No, uh, my go-to pregame song, um, I really like uh, songs that have been in, like, Frisbee hype videos. And so, like, uh, uh, the song Bubblin' by Anderson Pock, which is, which is actually my goal-scoring song last year. No, wait, I think it was. Um, I think it was my goal-scoring song last year. Um, that's the uh, the second half of a really good uh, UNC Dark Side hype video. Um and so I love listening to that song, like before every tournament, like that's, that's going on the playlist. Like I'm listening to that song and I always get really hyped. Um, but also uh, for the 2019 USA U24 men's team or the, excuse me, the, uh, the open team, um, they released like a hype video prior to the tournament. And um, the song of choice was uh, High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. And like, it's not a particularly like hype song or anything, but I just have very, very good memories of Frisbee associated with that song. And so that's another song that I usually favorite when it comes to uh pregame hype music, just because like I'm like, all right, I'm channeling like the athleticism of beef and like the getting open of John Randolph and the throws of Mac Hecht and like the defense of like like Jasper Tom or something and like I'm just like super. I'm just like trying to get locked in, like channeling all these different like great frisbee players that I've like um, tried to model myself after. Um, but yeah, I would say those two are probably like, the big ones. I recommend the Scientist by Flux Pavilion if you haven't heard that one. The Scientist by Flux Pavilion. Here, let me write that down. Yeah, it's. I want to see that one in a hype video. I feel like that one has a lot of potential for a hype video. It gets okay. me, it gets me amped. So, gotcha. That's yeah, what I listen to every time know. before every before every pod. Oh hell yeah! It's like <laughs> <laughs> I'd recommend uh, super hyped. that Baby Shark trap remix. That goes hard. See ya. I'm out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the trap remix, baby trap shark. Remix. Are you kidding me? Dude, have you heard the trap remix? I mean, yeah, but like, oh god, no, I could not. <laughs> I could never. PK is done with baby shark. I'm yeah. Oh god, I no. 
he's not baby shark. <laughs> um, okay, we got two more Instagram questions. Okay, I think yes, we're gonna so. hit these. Uh, least favorite type of teammate. Ooh, okay. Um, I would say my least favorite, my least favorite type of teammate is somebody that um, just like isn't very nice. Like I, I know it's like a very like not specific, like very vague, like answer. But um, like somebody that like you try and make jokes with them, and like they just don't really like it. Uh, they just like say like like they just don't really engage with you. Um, yeah, so like people like aren't very personable or like um, like don't really sort of like aren't aren't very like outgoing or like wanting to like engage with you and like be friends or something like that. Um, uh, thankfully I haven't really encountered like many, if any of them. Um, but yeah, just like, yeah, just people that are like not outgoing or fun or like they're, 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 they're just like, we're, we're here to like play Frisbee and like be good. And I'm like, okay, dude, like pump the brakes a little bit, like chill out. You can like, have fun and be good at frisbee. Like it's okay. Right. Um, but yeah, having having the teammates you can vibe with on and off the field definitely. Yeah, I feel like would make a difference for how well you play because when you can have fun with it, when you can just go out there and everyone's supporting you and having fun, joking around, I bet that makes a huge difference in terms of like your mentality during the game. Oh my god, totally. Yeah, sure. and like on the other, like on the other hand, like my favorite teammate, somebody like I can vibe with, have fun with. But also, like, it's very intense, you know. Like, like, it's, like they still take it very seriously, like the way that I, um, because like when I'm like in and playing frisbee, like I'm playing to like do my best, and like I'm very intense about it. Um, it's just that I show my intensity in like different ways, and like I show my passion in like different ways than others do, you know. Sure. Yeah. All right, and I think our last question: Who was your favorite YCC teammate? Specifically from Mounds View. <laughs> that is a crazy question. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Ooh. I've got three answers. Um, I'm not going to say in any particular order, but the three answers that I have are, uh, Cody Connolly, who was just, uh, he was on my U20 team in, tw in 2019 and he was just like a big, silly, goofy guy. Like it's very fun, dude. Um, and then my other two answers I'm actually still teammates with. And I think that one of them asked this question. Uh, what, was either one of them or a different guy from Mounds who that's that's currently on uh, on Greyduck. But the other two that I'm still teammates with are um, Levi Doman and uh, Evan Ellis. Uh, I'm still teammates with both of them. And so I, I, I can't pick favorites. Like, that's just mean. I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to do any one of them like that. It was a leading question for sure. They were trying yeah. to trap you. <laughs> yeah. My favorite you teammate wanted... was the... Oh, go ahead. 
my favorite teammate was the was the journey. It was it was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> That's the answer. That's my favorite teammate. <laughs> Maybe the real frisbee was the friends. <laughs> it was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> That's awesome. This is stupid. Do you want to know who who should I tell? I don't know. Should I tell who it was? Do you want to guess? You did say their name. You did say his name. Oh, it was Levi then. It was not no, Co- Cody. Cody. It was it was Cody. Yeah. It was Cody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got your you got the answer you wanted for you wanted Cody. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, also, shout out for Cody to Cody. For yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cody for listening. Yeah. Love to have you. Awesome time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said it yet yeah. this video, so I got I got to have it. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, I was at a tournament, and he was also there, and he was just hexing me from the sideline. He was like, "PK, you're washed." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um i guess that's all the questions we have pk do you have any uh questions or do you want to any other topics you want to talk about um not really that i can think of i mean i'd love to talk pre-med stuff with jay but i don't really think that's very well, i don't really think that's very wind chill talk type <laughs> i mean that's very wind chill uh <laughs> centric or frisbee centric but um yeah i guess not really yeah i mean yeah you guys could jay you should be like the windshield well, i guess this isn't like pre-med but like like a trainer or something but i suppose that's a slightly different path wouldn't it be yeah yeah but you could be a paramedic for the windshield in case somebody gets hurt windshield actually does have a team doctor oh for real yeah it was funny I, uh summer of 2021 i actually did some research with him Oh, sweet. Oh, crazy. Yeah, it was sick. <laughs> right, so we are talking pre-med on the pod. All right. <laughs> yeah, baby. Let's go. Let's get some letters of recommendation up in here. <laughs> awesome. Well, PJ, it has been an absolute pleasure having this interview. I know it's yeah, something that so we've been looking forward to for a long time. So appreciate you getting on. Hopefully we uh, met your expectations. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I was. It was a really fun time. And once again, thank you very much for plugging the GoFundMe. I really appreciate that. You yeah, guys don't have absolutely. to do it. And so, for listeners at home, so like Jeff said, that's going to be posted sometime later this week, this weekend. Uh, we'll have it on our Instagram, Twitter, all of our social medias, which you can go follow at windchilltalk.com or all of our social medias are just going to be at windchilltalk. Uh, stay tuned for the upcoming season. We got a bunch more podcasts coming up, a bunch more articles getting ready for the 2023 season. Uh, follow us for all your updates and don't forget to stay chilly stay chilly stay chilly oh yeah stay chilly <laughs>